Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, amen. This is Pastor Jeremy Simpson, and uh, thank you for tuning in to Treasures of Truth podcast today. We are going to go back to the book of Ephesians, chapter number six, where we've been for the last few podcasts dealing with the spiritual warfare uh, that we face as believers and uh, looking at today the helmet of salvation. The Bible says in Ephesians six, verse number 13, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. And then he says, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. There you have what you need. But in verse 16, you take what you need. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation. Some of these pieces are what we have, and some of these pieces are what we take. And uh, God has given us the peace and the truth and the breastplate of righteousness, but we have to take the shield of faith. We have to take the helmet of salvation, and we have to take the sword of the Spirit. And so we want to look at the helmet of salvation today. And I believe this will be a real help to you because where the battle takes place, the majority of the time, if not all of the time, is in the mind. And that's why the helmet is so vital. Now, medical experts and health experts will tell you that physically you are what you eat. And if that's true, I guess I am a, a hamburger and a hot dog and a piece of pizza. But they say you are what you eat. And I know what they're saying there. And here's the thing. Spiritually, you are what you think. Your thought life is so important. And the battle with temptation and sin begins in the mind. Thought leads to action. Action leads to habit. Habit leads to destiny. And no man can keep himself from having a bad thought. I want to help you with that today. Uh, We all have battles with thoughts. But the problem is when we let it linger and we entertain the thought, that's when sin comes in, and it'll lead to action. And it gets easier to do that every single time you do it, and it'll enslave you and get you in bondage. Thought leads to action. Action leads to habit. Here's what Martin Luther said. He said, you can't prevent a bird from flying over your head, but you can keep it from building a nest. Boy, I like that. You can't prevent a bird from flying over your head, but you can keep it from building a nest. You know, stray dogs will inevitably come into your yard, but you don't have to pet them, and you don't have to feed them, or they're no longer astray. They're yours. They'll stick around. And we can't choose what random thoughts may come to our mind, but we can certainly uh, choose what we dwell on. And from beginning to end, we justify sin in our minds. That's that's where that's where sin 
gets a hold of our life is because we start justifying it. And what we've got to do is we've got to see sin the way God sees sin. Man calls sin an accident where God calls it an abomination. Man will call sin a blunder. God calls it blindness. Man calls sin a chance. God calls it a choice. Man thinks that sin is a fascination. The Bible is clear that it is fatal. Man will call sin an an infirmity where the Bible calls it iniquity. It's not just weakness. It's wickedness and willfulness. It's not sickness. It's sin. And so the armor, this arbor, is so vital. And the helmet is so vital because the head is a primary target. It's a primary target area. Body armor is good. But if a bullet goes in the eye, you can say goodbye. The Roman soldier's helmet here that the Apostle Paul was looking at, it was made of bronze. It was very noticeable. It had a, a leather strap that kept it on the head or, or fixed that was affixed to the side. Uh, he never went without it, never would fight without it on his head. And the Bible said again in verse 17, take the helmet, take the helmet of salvation. The helmet was a cap made of thick leather, brass, fitted to the head, usually crowned with a crest or, a, or some type of ornament. And it was used to guard the head in the event of a blow by a sword or a battle axe or a war club. The helmet of salvation. That is the hope of salvation. And take the helmet of salvation, the hope of salvation. We know that to be true because of what Paul wrote in another passage, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. He talked about being sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. And here's the idea that, that Paul is given. A well-founded hope of salvation can preserve us in the evil day of spiritual conflict. It can guard us from the blows that the enemy would strike against us. That helmet defended the head, that vital part, just as the hope of our salvation defends the soul and keeps it from the blows of the enemy. Because a soldier can't fight if he loses hope. And a lot of God's children are losing hope in this hour that we're living in. You can't contend with your foes without the hope of salvation. You can't contend with your foes without the hope of the finality of salvation, the finish where we're headed, where salvation is going to take us to. We are sustained by that hope, the blessed hope that our salvation will continue, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And Paul calls it the helmet of salvation. And that tells me, that our salvation should be the most beautiful, most noticeable, noticeable part of our lives. And we should wear that helmet, the hope of our salvation. We should wear that noticeably. Carry it. Shouldn't leave home without it. And people will notice the difference in us if we're saved. The Bible calls us strangers and pilgrims in a foreign land. Uh, the Bible talks about we're ambassadors for another country. I'm not talking about an illegalistic way that Christians should be different. No, don't just put on a different mask, but have a true inner difference that will come to surface. Not something you have to make happen, 
but a true difference. The Bible teaches us that, that, that salvation changes our mind. I mean, salvation itself is a change of mind. If you believe in biblical repentance, it's a change of mind that change leads to a change of action. More than just regretting what you've done or regretting that you got caught, more than just self-pity, salvation changes the mind, changes the desires. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And change a change of mind, it changes our growth. The Bible talks about growing in grace and in the knowledge. That's the mind of the Lord Jesus. It changes our purpose. The Bible says, uh, not to be conformed to this world, uh, Paul told the Romans, but be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. And it changes our attitude. We're supposed to have the mind of Christ according to what Paul told the Philippians. And what's sad, what's really sad to me today is a lot of churches are emphasizing the heart and emotions alone, and they're excluding the mind. They, they equate spirituality with feeling. The truth is we need the facts. I love the facts. And you know what? When I know the facts, I get the feeling. It makes me emotional when I know the facts, but I don't base my Christian life on the feelings, on the emotions, on the heart. The Word of God feeds our mind, and as a byproduct, it enriches the heart and the soul. And so this helmet is for our protection. It protects from for three things. And I'll give you this. As we close, the helmet protects from a divided mind. The helmet protects from a divided mind. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That means looking two directions at the same time. What we need is singular focus. We need singular focus looking unto Jesus. Our world today is filled with divided loyalties, split allegiances, multiple goals i mean we're a multitasking society that's trying to do more than one thing and uh, there are multiple plans uh, that we try to make compatible with one another we put a little dose of jesus in put a little dose of the world in put a little dose of the church in put a little dose of the family in put a little dose of the entertainment world in put a little dose of the job in <laughs> the bible said the uh, was it Amos that said, can two walk together except they be agreed? It's like the Civil War. When the Civil War was going on, this fella didn't know which side he wanted to be loyal to. So he put on a pair of gray pants and a, put on a blue jacket. And the story goes they found him later, shot in the front and shot in the back. <laughs> you know why? Because you got to choose sides. Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve. And the helmet of salvation will protect you from a divided mind, from a divided mind. We've got too many of God's people that are fence riding. Get on or get off. Get in or get out. Get up or get down. Get hot or get cold. Get with it or get without it. But don't ride the fence. Eventually you're going to fall. And that divided mind needs to be protected. Our churches are filled. Our churches are filled with divided mind members. Divided mind members. And Jesus gave his complete attention to the will of God. And that's what we, we've got to do. Protected from a divided mind. Second thing the helmet of salvation does, it protects you from a deceived mind. 
2 Corinthians 11, 3 says, But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. That word beguiled means he deceived her. How does Satan deceive us? Well, he's, he's subtle. Uh, he's more subtle than any beast of the field. And he said to the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. You know what? The serpent, Satan, the devil, did not deny the word of God. That's not how he starts. You know what he did? He put a question mark where God had put a period. He starts with doubt. And the doubt will lead to a denial. And the denial of God's word will lead to the disobedient, to the disobedience of God's word. And that's how Satan works. But the helmet of salvation can protect us from having a deceived mind and a divided mind. But here's a third one, and it's very important. Probably somebody listening today needs to hear it. The helmet of, the sal of salvation, it can protect you from a discouraged mind. Here's what the book says. But let us, this is 1 Thessalonians 5, 8. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and a foreign helmet, the hope of salvation. What is he writing to the Thessalonians about? The coming of the Lord. It's easy to get discouraged in this day and hour where we live in. But do you know what can keep you from a discouraged mind? Put on the helmet, the hope of salvation. Hope in the Bible is not wishful thinking. It's an unwavering confidence that what God has said, God will do. And when a soldier loses hope, he's lost the battle. When you give up, you lose. And you might as well throw in the towel and surrender because victory isn't something that comes from without. Victory for the Christian in the spiritual battle is something that comes from within. I've got one more story I want to give you, and then we're going to close. It was a general who had his men, and they were completely surrounded in the battle. And he said to his soldiers this, and this is great. He said, men, the enemy are on all sides. Don't let even one of them get away. Isn't that awesome? He said, the enemy's on all sides. Don't let even one of them get away. It's the attitude that makes the difference. And Paul said in Philippians 4, 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever th things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Lift up your head today. Put on the helmet of salvation. The battle is ours. The victory is won. We're more than conquerors. We're overcomers through Christ Jesus. And one day in heaven, we'll trade that helmet of salvation for the crown of righteousness. Will it go on your head, preacher? It might just for a second. But as soon as I get the opportunity, that, that, that crown is coming off and going to be cast at the feet of the Lord Jesus, the worthy one who has guided our paths on earth through the changing and transforming of our minds. Hey, go out today. Be salt. We need some purity in this world. Be light. Boy, we need some sunshine in this world. And if you're listening to this in the evening, Go out tomorrow and be salt and be light. Be what God wants you to be. That's the purpose he has for you, to go out in this world and make a difference. God bless you till the next podcast of Treasures of Truth.